0: Global consulting giant PwC has been accused of a massive breach of trust and a deliberate cover-up where potentially tens of millions of dollars risked being swindled from the Australian taxpayer. A scathing Senate report has found PwC exploited confidentiality agreements to boost its own revenue and that partners going right to the top of the firm supported or condoned unethical behaviour. The ABC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan is covering this unfolding scandal. Peter joins us now. Peter, you've been going through this Senate report. It's an interim Senate report. Just how explosive are these findings?
1: Well, good morning, Tom. The cover page of this 27-page report really sums things up. It's simply titled PwC, a calculated breach of trust. Now, all of this involves what's now billed as a spectacular cover-up by PwC's former head of international tax, Peter Collins, who back in 2015 shared confidential briefings from Treasury about a multinational tax crackdown with other PwC partners, both here and overseas, where this information was used to develop a workaround so class- Clients, both current and potential could avoid paying more tax. Now, the report says Mr. Collins and PwC had no regard for confidentiality as they quote aggressively monetize Commonwealth information and quote. It's clear that the desire for personal gain trumped any obligation that PwC had for the government or taxpayers in a deliberate strategy over many years to cover up this confidentiality breach and then make big money from it. The Labor Senator Deborah O'Neill, who's been pursuing PwC, told the Senate last night the cover-up was designed to fleece taxpayers and to keep filling what used to be PwC's rivers of gold.
2: What happened with PwC Australia? Australia and PwC Global was a deliberate and planned breach of trust by PwC. Now the actions of ex-PwC Peter John Collins in intentionally sharing confidential information with PwC partners and in personnel risked at least at least 180 million dollars per year of tax to which Australians rightly had a claim. It also generated at least 2.5 million dollars of income for pwc
0: that is labor senator deborah o'neill and peter ryan's with us peter this is interesting the report alleges top pwc partners were complicit in doing nothing to stop the unethical behavior i mean how do to the top does this go
1: Well, Tom, the report got hold of internal PwC emails which show the actions of Peter Collins were understood to be problematic for PwC. It's a bit of an understatement now if they ever became public. But these were instead supported and condoned by the firm and that no leader called out the behaviour until it blew up. Earlier this year, the Senate heard last night this action took place when Luke Sayers was chief executive and later his replacement, Tom Seymour, both no longer with PwC. The report says PwC should have self-reported all of this, but failed to do so. The Green Senator Barbara Pocock said she was contacted by anonymous PwC staff and operatives from other firms by secret or untraceable means fearful about the consequences if they revealed what appears to have been an open secret about PwC's practices.
2: Others contact me on burner phones, I kid you not, or from fake email addresses because their big four firm employer has access to all of their communications and monitors them and they are fearful. Several have told me the PwC case is the tip of the iceberg, that conflicts of interest and aggressive pursuit of profit where ethics fall at the first hurdle are common practice. PwC's unravelling will, I predict, be a Harvard Business School case study in how not to deal with massive organisational ethical fail. Whoever is advising PwC on critical incident management needs to go back to PR school.
0: Green Senator Barbara Pocock there. Now, uh, Peter Ryan, PwC has, it's worth noting, already stood down uh, nine partners allegedly in the loop here. But what about other PwC operatives who either knew or might have known about the breaches?
1: Well, Tom, uh, PwC gave the Senate committee a list of 63 names of senior PwC staff or operatives. But asked that those names be kept confidential. Now, the committee didn't get any indication about just how much these individuals knew. So, uh, based on procedural fairness, the committee decided not to release the names in the interim report, instead putting the pressure back onto PwC to promptly publish accurate information to do the right thing, rather than put the committee into an invidious position of naming the PwC staff without having the the full information How has
0: PwC responded?
1: Well, interestingly, a PwC spokesman thanked the committee for this important work through gritted teeth, I'd imagine, acknowledging the interim report, um, which he says will be carefully considered. They're awaiting the government's response, which could involve at least a a two-year ban for PwC as a tax practitioner, a ban on government contracts, and also a referral to the National Anti-Corruption Commission, and we should note that there is a federal police underway, commissioned a little while back to examine whether there was any criminal activity and there's also an investigation underway by the Tax Practitioners Board.
0: Okay Peter, thanks very much as always uh, for joining us. Peter Ryan there following this uh, developing story, this unfolding scandal close to the ABC senior business correspondent with us there. <coughs>